Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. It's Sunday night. It's 7 o'clock, so here we are on the Heart Healer Radio Network, here to share some spiritual wisdom, see what I can do to support you in this journey of life, moving along it with a, a modicum of grace and ease, shall we say, right? So for those of you that are new to the show, We offer a little bit of spiritual wisdom in the beginning of the show, and then we begin with live readings on air. So if you are in the queue and you would like to ask a question on air, press one on your phone and that will bring you into the queue. You are welcome to just listen if you'd like, but so much more fun to be interactive. All right. So what's coming up this this month? As you all know, December is the end of the year. It's the end of a cycle. It's the end of quite a few cycles, actually, towards the end of this month when we think about it. Um, The new moon comes the uh, 26th or, yeah, the 26th of December. So that's the beginning, ending and beginning of a new cycle. December ends um, a month. It ends a year. It ends a decade. That's a lot of endings, a lot of completions, coming to completion, closures. And there's a lot of transitional change going on. We also have the winter solstice, which is on the 21st of the month. So when you think about it, there's a lot of astrological energy flying around out there this month. And that doesn't include all of it. I am not um, an astrologer by any stretch of the imagination. I find it fascinating um, to hear about the application of the information for how it influences me or how it can support me. But it's way too detailed for my, for my liking. Um, I have a great deal of respect for people that study astrology and numerology and are just so well-versed in it. Um, but For me, just the application of the information is really what I can handle. But what I know is that from an energetic perspective, which is pretty much how I'm in relationship with the world, from that energy experience, it's a wild and crazy time. And I feel like I say this every Sunday now. I feel like I say it almost all the time. And that's because that's the experience that I'm having that so many other people are having. And so finding strategies, understanding 
um, taking stock in what beliefs we have that are either making being in this type of energy um, productive, peaceful, or challenged, more stressed. You know what your experience is, so take whatever I'm going to share tonight that speaks to you, um, embrace it, utilize it. If it serves you, toss the rest of it because I cannot speak wisdom that will speak to everyone. And I know that I have a branding coach that says you just can't boil the ocean. We can't, we can't serve everyone. And what we have to say isn't going to speak to everyone. So my prayer is, since I'm put here on this blog talk radio station, I was guided to continue to do this, that, that I am here to speak a truth that for me, ideally, I hope will help you. And it brings me great joy. For those of you that are joining the queue at this time, our producer RJ is not with us this evening, so please be patient. I see you, and I will get to you as quickly as I can, and I thank you so much for calling in. Okay, so how do we deal with change and transitions and beginnings and endings? How do we cope with that? Well, I don't think it's going to come too much of a too much of a surprise to you if I say that the the best way to deal with any potential challenge in our lives is to be as present in the moment as we can be. Because that's where our power is in the moment. You know, when we get stuck in judgment, we are stuck in the past. Because we're never in judgment about anything that's in the present or in the future, because it hasn't happened yet, right? We're, we're in judgment of a choice that we made in the past that perhaps didn't turn out the way we would have liked it to. And so we're in judgment of ourselves, the circumstances, the outcome, when in truth, every choice we make in the moment is the best choice. Because we don't get that 2020 vision, which is, what is it? Hindsight is 2020, right? You don't get the, the advantage of that in the moment. All you can do is in the moment, be as present as you can, utilize whatever gifts of intuition and knowing you, you ex- that exist for you, use whatever common sense and wisdom you already know, and your logical mind, if you choose, to make the best choice. And do your best not to judge the outcome, especially when it doesn't turn out the way you would have ideally liked it to. Because that's when we get stuck in it. We set up unreasonable expectations of ourselves and other people, and we get stuck in it. We set up... um, what is the word I want to say? Um, it creates, not so much that it sets up, it creates resentment of ourselves and other people and situations and circumstances. The most loving choice that we can make is to be as present as we can, trust and know that we're always making the best choices each moment, learn from the past, but leave it there. Don't live there because you have no power there, which is why it's so uncomfortable. We want to rehash the past. We want to understand it. We want to sit there and what, what is that, that movie, uh, the Yaya sisterhood with, um, Oh, I can't think of the name of the actress. Sandra Bullock plays the daughter. Can't remember who plays her mother. I can see her face clear as anything. There's a scene in there, a, a, a beautiful Southern woman role she's playing where um, she's wearing her hair up all the time, lots of hairspray. And she basically says, you know, I chew on an idea until all that's left is just enough for me to put in my hair to keep it up, you know, or something like that. We don't need to do that anymore. You really do get to choose to engage with the past or not. 
because you can't change it no matter what your choice is. And when we engage in it, it creates suffering. It creates challenge for us. So I invite you to consider as we're completing 2019 and we are beginning 2020, but don't wait until we begin 2020. Start now. And that is to just leave the past be. Love it. Embrace it. Know that it was created mostly subconsciously. That the smallest percentage of how you created it was conscious. Know that it served your highest good, whatever it was, as an opportunity for learning. And trust and know that the learning at the core has nothing to do with the experience. It was really all about you learning how to and or remembering how to be a loving presence in your relationship with yourself first. If you look at every experience that you've created with that in mind, then you can get right down to the heart of it and ask, what am I here to learn about this situation, this experience, this relationship that is to remind me how to be loving in my relationship with myself first? Because when we are able to hold that space with ourselves, then that's who we are with other people. And the more we hold that space with ourselves first, and we are that way with other people, the more the choices that we make are from that place of lovingness and our actions follow. The more we do that, the higher our vibration is, the more we support humanity coming home to its heart. All of us. That's as simple as it gets. So why do we make it so complicated? Because that's our nature. In this human um, experience, it's a beautiful construct. It's not real. It's an illusion. The part that's real is our God connection. But you know what? This is a very real illusion, and we're all doing our best to be in it, to learn from it. And as long as we are in these bodies with minds, personalities, emotions, we're going to engage in things that really don't feel good to us. We're going to. But the more we can choose not to, the more we can just leave the challenge be, be in the moment, make a conscious choice to be in our heart with ourselves, make a choice from that place of being and keep moving forward in that way, the more peace we create. And the more inspiration we receive, that helps guide every step that we take in our personal lives, if we are in business, in our business lives, in all of our relationships, no matter what they are, and life becomes more joyful. It feels magical in some way, but it really isn't magical. It's strictly energy. Who we are being is reflected in everything. So if we don't love what we see around us, what we're attracting, what we're creating, then we get to change that because we're the only ones creating it. So the good news is you're in charge of everything that you see, sense, feel, hear, and know. And the good news is that you get to change it. It's all about us. And that's not from a narcissistic self selfish way of thinking it isn't it is all about our relationship with ourselves therefore being self-aware is very important not to the point of narcissism for sure but for the purpose of understanding what it is that we're doing here and to know that every moment of every day we're making choices and the more consciously we can make them the more empowered we are the more we make them from our hearts, the more align, in alignment with our soul's purpose for being here we are. So the easier it gets. Wouldn't you rather it be easier? So if you're struggling at this time, please, you know, give a call. Let us help you. Schedule a call. 
coach session. Let me see what I can do to support you. Schedule a session. Whatever I can do to support you, that's why I'm here. This is my soul's purpose in addition to coming home to my heart with me. And believe me, I'm human. I know how hard this is. It can be very challenging. But I surround myself with people that hold the same beliefs. Therefore, I am well supported. Truly, I am. And for those of you that are recently joining us in the queue, our producer is not here, so hang in there. I will get to you. You are with Eileen, the heart healer. And we're doing our beginning of the show, Spiritual Wisdom. And as soon as we're complete with this, we will begin our live reading. So please be thoughtful about what question you'd like to ask. And I will get to you in the order in which you entered the queue. So please be patient with me. I've got everything on my own tonight. So, And I know that whenever I am and RJ, our producer, is not here, you all are so amazingly gentle with me and patient. And I so appreciate that. I do. So change and transitions, beginnings and endings. What tools can you use to assist you? Well, being present to me is probably one of the most powerful tools, as I've explained. And for those of you that came in a little bit late uh, after starting the show, please know that this uh, show is automatically uh, recorded and we do have replays available for you to listen to in its entirety within a few moments after the show completes with the same link that you found your way here with. Okay, so being present. So how do we foster present moment consciousness? How, How do we do that? Well, meditation is a very effective tool. Um, Any kind of meditation that brings you into quiet stillness where you can then pay attention to your wisdom, to inspired thoughts coming through, to a sense of knowing, to creative ideas. These are the things that make life so much easier. There are all different kinds of meditations. I started out uh, doing transcendental meditation back in the uh, mid-80s and found that to be a wonderful tool uh, for learning meditation from the beginning. Transcendental meditation teaches us um, that we should meditate twice a day, 20 minutes in the morning, first thing, and sometime before eight at night because sometimes meditations can be very energizing. So you don't want to start meditating at 10 o'clock at night and then try and sleep, um, which can be challenging if you're all energized, right? Um, The Inner Balance app from HeartMath Institute I spoke about last Sunday. You can find information on that um, on my website at Eileen the Heart Healer. I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash holistic products. The Interbalance app is a most amazing tool. And it's a, it shows you different types of uh, uses for the app for meditating. It's all about conscious heart connection, bringing yourself into heart coherence or balance, which is so amazingly healing and helpful for all of your body systems. They're using the heart math uh, tools um, of which inner balance is one in so many different environments in the corporate setting for first responders. Isn't it amazingly wonderful to, to know that a first responder, if they're doing it in your community, is going to be very present and conscious before they do whatever they're there to do, whether they're an EMT coming on an ambulance or a fire truck or a fire worker um, or, or a police officer. These are very stressful jobs. And so this type of meditative process that, um, that HeartMath offers of which inner balance is one tool that presents it is so life affirming for all of us. It lowers our blood pressure, it lowers our pulse rate, brings everything into more balance. So if you find that you're a stressaholic, that that you're you're on blood pressure medication and you're stressed most of the time, these types of tools, especially meditation, are very, very good for you to consider utilizing and adding to your your holistic treatment regimen. 
Other types of meditation to me, just breathing into and out of your heart with or without an inner balance app and, and tool, prayer time, whatever brings you into a quiet state of being and doing it on a regular basis is wonderful. Some yoga practices really foster um, creating that meditative state. Kriya yoga is one of them that I adore. Um, there are so many. Yoga nidra is another type of meditation experience that really um, fosters a deep state of rest in, in a 25-minute process that feels like a three-hour sleep. There's a great app um, uh, on smartphones called, what is it called? Hold on. Let me remind myself. Insight Timer. I-N-S-I-G-H-T Timer. It's a free app. Tens of thousands of meditations. They're amazing. I invite you to, to consider that. If you like guided meditations or sound meditations, it's, it's, there's so much to choose from. I love listening to the Still Point, who's one of the um, one of the meditation facilitators for Yoga Nidra. The Still Point, S-T-I-L-L-P-O-I-N-T. I find that meditation to be so incredibly helpful, especially as I am choosing to go to sleep at night. So these are some options um, for meditations. There are endless opportunities, but some type of meditative practice certainly helps to foster present moment consciousness. Essential oils. I love essential oils. You breathe them in. They activate the limbic system in the brain. They help us to be calmer. They, they um, enhance pretty much any life experience. And they're so therapeutic on so many levels as we look at that holistic model of physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and energetic aspects of who we are. So some of my favorite essential oils, I love Young Living essential oils. If you want some information about that, just hop on my website at EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash Young Living, or you can go to EileenGottlieb.com. You, it's, there's so much information there. And I love to help, love to share. I've been working with oils for 22 years, almost 23. And so I'm very knowledgeable and I love to share. So if I can support you in, in, in working with essential oils, please reach out to me. Come to my website on the contact page and schedule some time with me. I'd love to. So the kind of essential oils, if you're feeling a little down, we're coming into the winter months where you can have that, um, what is it called? SAD, um, something affect disorder. What is that called? Oh my goodness. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it makes you, it makes you feel very depressed in the wintertime because, because you're not getting enough daylight because it's too cold and you're inside too much. And so another way to enhance that is to use different types of, um, what do you call them? Different types of citrus oils. Those are wonderful to use. And so I invite you to consider that. All right. So we're going to begin with our, our readings in just a moment. Um, I think that I'm pretty clear with this. So lots of different things, essential oils, meditation, um, lots of different ways to bring yourself into the present moment and to be in your heart with yourself and with other people. All right. So we're going to begin our readings with, I'm going to bring Penny in from Wisconsin. And she is a first time caller. Good evening, Penny. Hello. Thank you for taking my call, Eileen. My joy, my joy. How can we be of service tonight? Um, I'm wondering what you see coming for me for long-term relationships. I'm looking for the real deal. Okay. I like that question for you. All right. So if you would, just breathe into and out of your heart center for me. And so we're asking for any and all information on behalf of Penny um, that will help guide her in finding her divine romantic partner and long-term relationship. So I want to say that 
in contrast to what I often feel when someone asks that question, someone asks that question, your heart is very open to this possibility, which bodes well for attracting it. What I feel is that getting very clear about who your beloved is in many different aspects, what their interests are, perhaps what their spiritual beliefs are, if that's important to you, what, hmm, what their physical characteristics are, what they stand for. Perhaps their financial standing is important to you. Be very clear about who this person is. And in fact, you might even find it very interesting to write a letter to yourself as we're coming to the end of this year that you'll read next year that basically manifests this relationship where you basically, it's a letter to yourself and you might, you might have a paragraph in it that says, Oh, or you could write it that you're talking to a friend a year from now and sharing what happened for the year in the past tense as if it already has, has occurred. And you can basically say, oh, I met this absolutely divine human being. I want to tell you all about them. And you describe them, what you love about them, how you enjoy the feeling of how it feels to be in their presence. This is a fabulous manifesting tool, the visioning part of it. And, and doing it at this time of year, it's a fabulous time of year to do something like that. I definitely see this person very close to you. The energy of them is very near, which means that more likely than not, this person's coming in before the end of this coming year, before oh, the end wow. of 2020. Yeah. I, and, and I want to say to you that it feels very much like you've done the work. You've cleared whatever needs to be cleared. You're, you are open-hearted and ready to receive love and give it. Yes. And the only other thing that I might invite you to consider doing, if the Ho'oponopono process speaks to you, which I love it as a tool, it's that prayer, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you, and so much more. But what you can do is you can say, to whatever memory or data is in me, that limits my beloved coming to me. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. And say it whenever you think of it, perhaps once a day or whenever you think of it. And that will help clear whatever the pathways of energy are that you have no idea what they could be that that is a potential limitation for that person showing up for you. Does that make sense so far? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Okay. But I definitely see this person's energy very close to you. Wow. So be open to um, when someone says to you, oh, I have somebody I want you to meet. Be open to those experiences. I actually feel like this may be somebody that will be introduced to you through someone else. So be open to those possibilities, but also be very discerning. I have a sense that you've had some traumas having to do with romantic relationships in the past. Is that true? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. So, so I want you to, to know that whatever traumas you've experienced, whatever abusive nature it's been, that doesn't have to continue. And I feel like you've, you've, there's, there's a, there's a story we share um, in, in my community, meaning those of us that facilitate, about the dynamic of being in relationships that were less than loving. It's, it's, we get to that point where we say no more and we walk away. And then yeah. we heal whatever those issues are and, and we open our hearts to the possibility and we attract the same person, different face, different body. Are you following me here? Yes, yeah. I am. Okay. I did that. I know. <laughs> I, I felt that. <laughs> you know, and so, and so what happens is, though, that, that that second time around doesn't last as long as the first time because we're really getting much more clear about what serves us, right? And so mm-hmm. then we open up the heart again and we invite in 
um, our divine love, our divine romantic partner. And same person shows up, different body, different face. However, (laughs) this time we really get very quickly that this person does not serve us, that, that, that the energy is familiar and that's not always a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and once we've decided no more and we're really clear about what the energy of the person is that doesn't serve us, then we're ready to open our hearts to what does. And the more we're being that way with ourselves, the more we're able to attract that. Does that make sense to you? Completely. I think that's exactly where I'm at. And it's, I feel that, Penny, I really do, and I'm really excited for you because I really believe that 2020, although some people say it's going to be a very challenging year for, for many of us, I also see it as a year of expansion. When we are walking our path of what serves us and we are serving others doing it, I just really feel like it's an expansive time for all of us if we choose it to be. If we stay stuck in our old patterns and take them into 2020 with us, then it can be. But for you, sweet lady, I just feel it to be so amazing and expansive. Love is definitely going to be a huge part of it for you. Huge. So... So get ready for the ride because it's going to be a yummy one. (laughs) All right. Just really get clear. You're welcome. Just really get clear about what it is that you're looking for. Consider doing that letter. All right. I will. When you were saying that, I thought that would be interesting. I'm going to go back and do that. Reflect on that next year. Indeed. All right, sweet lady. Thank you so much for calling in. Join us again if you'd like. And happy holidays and happy new year. Thank you. You too, Eileen. My joy. Thank you, Penny. Blessings. You're welcome. All right. Okay, so we are going to welcome on our caller from area code 914. Would you be kind enough to share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Hi, Eileen. Yes, my name is Kathy, and I'm from New York. Did you say Kathy? Catherine, yes. Catherine, okay, from New York. Okay, very good. Thank you so much for calling in. How can we be of service to you? Um, there's a woman that I'm working with. Um, she is a Libra. Um, and I was just wondering if you see her um, offer to me, her job offer to me coming through, because she is a startup. Um, so she's told me recently that she does have some good news. Um, so I'm wondering if you can tell me, please, if it is, um, if the project will come into fruition, if the job will come into fruition. Okay, let me just connect in with that with you, if I may. Kathy or Catherine, which do you prefer? Catherine. Catherine, please. Say it one more time. You you cut out for me. Catherine? Catherine, thank you. All right. Thank you. My joy. All right. So we're going to ask for any and all information for Catherine that has to do with being offered this job in this new startup? What can we share with her about this? Hmm. Just give me a few moments to connect with this. Sure. Um, I could give you her name if that's helpful. I don't know that it's about her. I think it's more about the project and the energy of it that I feel guided to connect with. Can you tell me what kind of a project it is? Maybe that will help. Sure. It's artistic, like a writing um, talent, um, just artistic project. For you, it's artistic or the project itself is artistic in nature? The project itself and, you know, me being a part of it as well. Yes. Okay. And, and the, and the nature of the art, our artistry is is the word the written word yes mm-hmm. okay 
Okay, so that gives me a, a different feel for it. Thank you for that. I appreciate it, Catherine. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want to say to you is you are well suited for this for this project. Um, there is a synergy between you and this woman that you are speaking about. I feel like you would be a good match for each other. Um, and that it would be um, that it would be very um, I think that it would be I want to say there's an image that I'm seeing that that is this is going to sound very funny and I have no idea why but it's like um, it's really more like the mad painting artist you know, where they're in the studio and they are feverishly painting on the easel and then they make a bigger easel and they're feverishly painting on it and they're making one beautiful piece after, after the next. They're so inspired. And I want to say that that's the energy that comes to me that you bring to this project. You, wow. you hold a depth of creative genius that, that would be um, such an asset for this. And it, and it is, it is an endless well of, of art in the form of words that you would be contributing an endless well of creative ideas because this, this project so speaks to you and you are so purposed for it. So now the question is, will you be asked to join it? And, and I want to say yes, but I'm not 100% sure. But I want to say yes so because I know how purposed you are for it. So I want you mm-hmm. to consider doing something, if you will. Mm-hmm. If you heard me speak to the last caller, the Ho'oponopono process, if you're familiar with it, the I love you, I'm yeah. sorry, please forgive me and thank you, good. It offers a tool for clearing out whatever... Uh, blocks us from that which our heart desires. And so what I would invite you to do is utilize this every day or as often as you think of it to whatever memory or data is in me that is a source of challenge for me to be hired for this project. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. And to whatever memory or data is in me that is a source of challenge or limitation between me and fill in the name of the woman that you're referring to, add the Mm -hmm. phrase that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. Or just, I love you or just thank you and say them frequently because whatever it is that can be a potential limitation, you're never going to know the all of it. So when we make these phrases, Mm. we're basically speaking to, with the I love you, I'm sorry, and please forgive me, we're speaking to whatever the issue might be that limits you getting this position in any way, shape, or form. The part about the Mm. relationship with the woman that you would be uh, working with, that you add the, that I am to atone for, it just clears from you whatever potential limitation is there between the two of you. Because you can't know all of it. And so it opens mm-hmm. up pathways of greater communication, greater, um, greater connectedness. Anything that's a potential limitation mm-hmm. is erased. So I would invite you to just wow. be in that as much as you can until that decision is made as to whether you are hired or not. What I want to also say to you is if this position ends up not being open to you, there are others because you are one gifted lady. So make sure that you are marketing your gifts appropriately. Make That's sense? something that, yeah, I've had trouble with in the past. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm a little bit shy maybe. or yeah. Okay. But, so, yeah, I, I understand. It makes sense for okay. me what you're saying. Yeah. This is why you're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you are God-purposed with these gifts. So stand in your light with it, honey. This year is your year. 
if you stand in your light. There's nothing to be shy about. It's not about being obnoxious or egotistical. It's about speaking the truth about what you are here to do to serve, how you can contribute, and to feel really proud of it because you, you can be. You have amazing gifts. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank if you need any support with this, you. you just reach out to me. I am happy to support you. I do this all the time. So feel free. Thank you. My joy, thank Catherine. Happy you. holidays. Happy New thank Year. You. You're welcome. <laughs> You're and welcome. And to you and yours, yes. Thank, thank you. So you. Thank you so much. You. All righty. Blessings you. to you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. All right. Our next caller we're going to call welcome on is from area code 305. Would you be kind enough to share with us your first name and where you're calling from? My name is Eileen. I spell it differently. (laughs) Okay. Miami. Yeah. Thanks. I'm glad I got in. This is wonderful. Well, I'm grateful to have you be here, Eileen. How can we be of service? So I'm involved with um, a gallery in my town, and they have, I put four of my, five of my original paintings there. And yesterday there was a big party, and I was selling for them my puzzles. And I, it's like whenever I get there, I just start selling things, which is a positive thing. And I'm hoping that they'll be able to also move some big originals. Do you see that coming into being? Oh, absolutely. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not in there all the time. I just happened to be in town about an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really amazing space for you. They love your work. They want to move it. Um, and they apparently, because they love your work, are able to do that. Um, I, I love the energy of this gallery it, and, and your pieces there. So my feeling is a big yes, but but I do believe that you want to be more present with it. Um, I think your presence helps yes, when does. you're there. So I yes. would invite you to arrange for that as much as you can, Eileen, so that um, the people that are coming through the gallery, especially this time of year and season here in South Florida, yes. Um, There are a lot more people, especially in the Miami area, and you've got such an international community down there, people coming and going for holiday time. This is a time to be very present in the gallery, especially between now and the first of the year, I want to say, maybe even through the first week, because it feels like there's some really amazing people coming through and then come intermittently through March but this is this is a really good good space for your pieces, and I see you selling them all. Oh, fabulous! Okay. Yeah, I really do. I really do. And this gallery is going to work for you. So, but I do okay. feel, as I said, that you need to be there. There is an energy you bring to the room where people connect with you and your work versus just your work. It's not that they don't connect with your work, but there's something about how you as the artist present yourself and share about your work that makes it so, um, what is the word? Um, Inviting. It is. I was going to say it's not enticing, but it is inviting. Yes, I like that. That word definitely fits. So definitely um, consider that. As you plan well, your I'll time. talk to the owner about that if if she okay with that because there's a girl that works for her and she's very um, a go getter also and she was the one that liked my product when I first walked in. She says you must talk to Sylvia. You must talk to Sylvia. So I called Sylvia and Sylvia knew of me for eight years, but I just happened to come in at this point. And my work is completely different than the rest because the rest has a lot more pop art and old silk screens and unique things from the past, you know, the old, Mm -hmm. like Art Basel, since you're in Florida too, so you get it. So it's all like Art Deco and Basel and all the big galleries. So there's a lot of art in there, and it's high-end. It's not cheapo stuff. It's quality. Mm -hmm. It's money, money, money. But I was just Mm -hmm. in there, and these two fellows were there, and I started talking. I said, this is my work. And they went, oh, my God. And one guy points to this painting, and I went, yeah, that's." he said, I really like that. And he asked me the price, and I told him, and I 
and he's from San Diego. So I gave him a business card, and we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. So, right. yeah, and I have some clients coming on Tuesday to see me at my home gallery, and then I'll take mm-hmm. them down there as well. I think that's a great idea. There's, there, there is definitely um, being in a gallery space as an yeah. artist that is matched for you, which this is, where you have people that are motivated to move your pieces, but they do so in a, in a, in definitely with integrity. Um, uh, is is where you are, but you bring something into the mix that's very necessary. So, with that said, I invite you to, especially over the next few weeks, be as yeah. present here in in that gallery area as you can, and and I really see these things moving very quickly. Okay, okay, great, because uh, she likes me there a lot, and last night. I was there, and I was just running up and down the stairs to get more puzzles, more puzzles. I was just selling. She was blown away. I can't believe you sold five puzzles in three three hours. You know. Wonderful. <laughs> and Wonderful. Two other and she says, now we got to get the big ones going. So, you know, I, and I like her a lot. I really like her energy a lot now. I like the other girl a lot, too. Okay. Okay. So we're on track. Perfect. I do believe Thank that you. you are, Eileen. You're very welcome. I wish Appreciate you much it. joy and success in this, and happy holidays and New Year. Happy holidays to you, yes. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Blessings. All right. Well, we have a quiet night in the queue right now, so I'll just sit and chat for a few minutes until somebody else pops in. Or if you have another question, let me know. I'm not sure how you can let me know, though. I don't know how we can do that. But So we were talking about um, change and transition and moving through the holidays and what it might be like to have a really joy-filled holiday instead of the craziness of family, which is part of what happens this time of year. So I'm going to invite you to really be in your heart as much as you can as you're moving into this holiday season, because God only knows we all have the potential to have our buttons pushed, right? And that makes an experience with family just so challenging. So I'm going to make an invitation, if you will. And that invitation is to not engage with people this holiday, that normally when you engage, you let go down the rabbit hole with them and it just gets out of hand. Do your best this year to choose not to engage. What does that look like? You might ask. It means that if you know that if you say something or respond to a comment that more likely than not, that person is going to be reactive, then don't. I know that sometimes we feel like we need to stand up for ourselves and speak up for ourselves, but truly the way to peace is to not. A question you might consider asking yourself is, is it better to be right or to feel peaceful? Prove the point or just let somebody have an opinion. You get to choose because you're the one that will be either responding or not, engaging or not. You know that 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 expression to be or not to be? My favorite one that I've changed that into is to engage or not to engage. That is the question. I will share with you that the person that I have learned this from the best is my mom, who is 94 years old. And she and I have had the most adversarial relationship most of my life. And the last couple of years, particularly since I started doing the Ho'oponopono, which is why it came to me, instead of it just being a part of how I served others in healing sessions when I was intuitively guided to do it. Last year, I was guided to study it. And for those of you that don't know that story, um, I do mention it on previous shows, so I won't go into the details of it. But what I do know is that the minute that I stopped engaging with her and the minute I started doing the Ho'oponopono, 
is the minute that my relationship with her changed. I love my mom, but she can be incredibly exasperating. Can't we all at times? But she has a cognitive impairment, and she is not always the easiest person to be around. But I know she loves me. She just can't show it in the way that I would love her to. But the more I do this, the more she does. The more she responds when I say I love you to her. So I invite you to consider entering this holiday season with a bit of a different perspective. What you can say to someone instead of engaging is, I hear you, not with a sarcastic tone, but just, I hear you. That doesn't mean that you agree with them. It doesn't mean that you have to run down the rabbit hole with them and discuss it to the end of the world, right? It just means that you hear them. And sometimes that's all people need is to be heard. I know that in most relationships, that's a very common dynamic. And so if you just say, I hear you, especially when you know that it's going to be an adversarial situation, if you respond and engage, it has the potential of not being that way. Now, are there times that even knowing what I know, even benefiting with great peace from not engaging, that I still engage? Oh, you betcha. I am human. And I still have this body, this mind that thinks these incessant thoughts, these emotions, and everything else. But I come out of it a lot more quickly than I ever used to because I crave the peace. To me, being peaceful is much more valuable than being right, than, than needing to engage. But there are times that my little girl is triggered and, and I want to fight back when I couldn't fight back as a kid. But I know what it is. And so if you experience anything similar to that, I invite you, just be as loving as you can be with yourself. Be as loving as you can be with the people around you that love you first, not narcissistically, but because it's why you're here. Make loving choices. And you'll get through the holidays with a lot more grace and ease than perhaps you did last year. I know that for me, each week when I see my mom and I see her a couple times a week, what I know is that it's up to me to decide how that visit's going to go. If she's in an adversarial mood, then I get to either press the button and trigger it or I get to not. And it's so much better for both of us that I don't. And it opens the pathway for so much more joy in our relationships and emotional intimacy that feels good to both people. And at the very least, it keeps us from being in adversarial situations and trauma and creating more of it, which brings peace to ourselves and to our hearts with greater consistency. So I invite you to consider that for sure. And so we have a quiet cue tonight. So I am going to um, begin the end of our show, which is um, a conscious heart connection. I'm going to thank all of you for joining me tonight. Hang in with me if you'd like to do this little meditation with me. And don't forget to join us here again next Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. And I want to just really personally thank all of our callers tonight because we don't have a show without you. So thank you. All right. So as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery in this moment, go ahead and close your eyes and take a couple of nice, deep, low breaths. Relax your belly muscles and uncross your ankles and knees. Lay your arms at your side, your hands on your, on your thighs or at your side. And just breathe. And as you breathe, imagine your breath goes into and out of your heart center, that beautiful energy center right in the middle of your chest. The heart center is not the heart organ, but they are intimately connected. 
The heart center is an energy center. So just imagine your breath going into that heart center all the way to the back of your chest and breathing out through the front of that heart center with your out breath. Just notice how your body feels as you breathe in and out. Breathing is something our culture doesn't teach us here in the West. And it's a very important part of creating calmness. Breathing in breath of life. It's calming. It increases our oxygen levels. It lowers our blood pressure, slows our heart rate down reduces our stress levels. It feels good. Has so many benefits. And as we breathe into and out of our heart center, it raises our vibration, our overall energy frequency. Because all these parts of us that feel so solid are really energy vibrating at different frequencies. And the heart can do what our brain cannot. It brings all our organ systems into balance with its frequency. And the heart's frequency is love. And breathe. And love is the highest vibration that exists in all the universes. Therefore, it is so healing. So know that every time you breathe into and out of your heart center, you are creating a wave form of love that emanates from you in all directions. It's a gift of love to everything in its path, including Mother Earth, Because as we create this waveform of love by breathing into and out of our hearts, it flows down to the center of the earth, all the way to the heart of our dear Mother Earth. So imagine that in your mind's eye. Give it a color if you'd like. Whatever the color of love is to you and see it all the way down to the center of the earth. And the minute it reaches that core center of the earth, it begins to emanate in all directions, filling the entire earth. A gift of love to all who dwell within her. And it comes through the surface of the earth. A gift of love to all of us who dwell upon her. And it keeps on going because there is no No form that can stop the flow of love. It fills our atmosphere, a gift of love to all who dwell above Mother Earth. And it keeps on going. Beyond our atmospheric boundaries, out into the universe, a gift of love to all that is. Into infinity, to the beginning of all that is, whatever you believe that to be. I think of it as the one heart of love that is the source of all of us. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied. And so imagine in your mind's eye all that love coming right back to you and breathe it in right now. And see that light of love vibrating and brilliant light in every cell in your body from deep within you, including every body system from head to toe, every strand of hair, and see it begin to emanate from you, filling every cell of skin from head to toe so that you are filled 
vibrating with love and surrounded by this beautiful light of love. The love we seek is not outside of us, my friends. It's right there in our hearts. It is us. Our soul essence is nothing less than the divine frequency of love. Unconditional, pure, unadulterated love. So breathe into your heart often and give yourself that gift of remembering your soul essence of love. For that is who you truly are. And breathe. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer. It has been my joy to spend this time with you here on the Heart Healer Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. Join us here again next Sunday night at 7 p.m. And until then, have a fabulous week. Enjoy your moments and know that you're loved. Blessings of much love and gratitude. And good night. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.